With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Thursday, January 5th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, the Guardians made uh, an announcement on Wednesday. They've signed four players to minor league contracts uh, with invitations to Major League Spring Training Camp. Uh, probably the most notable and the most recognizable name, uh, Tuki Toussaint, a uh, right-hander. Uh, he's got uh, starting experience. He's uh, pitched out of the bullpen as well. Uh, notably, a, a first-round draft pick of the Diamondbacks uh, was involved in a trade to Atlanta. Uh, really, sort of uh, blossomed in Atlanta's uh, farm system. Uh, made uh, a few appearances for the Braves, uh, but uh, they sort of gave up on him, and uh, I, I believe he was uh, was DFA'd last year. So uh, Toussaint is is a guy who's who's going to provide depth, I guess, at uh, at AAA. Uh, at, at some point in the season, we might see him up at the major league club. Yeah, Joe, he's he's started, he's relieved. Uh, you know, he he's uh, recently, most recently, made six starts in Mexico in winter ball. Uh, so you know he's going to, you know, he's no, you know, he's kind of this could be, you know, one of those make or break seasons for this guy. Uh, so he's going to come to camp in, in good shape, you would think. Um, and uh, kind of a, uh, you know, four-pitch guy. Um, you know, it, it looks like, uh, I don't know, Joe, I think uh, he could probably help out in the bullpen or may, may, if they need a spot start somewhere, if they double headers mount up like they did last year, this is a guy that could get a call. Yeah, that's the uh, the Connor Pilkington role is the uh... – the start the second game of a doubleheader uh, uh, guy always always on the ready to be called up. Uh, yeah, I I guess just digging in a little bit on Toussaint, uh, you know, I read somewhere that his he he's a he's a strikeout guy. He 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 strikes out a lot of guys, but uh, like you said, he doesn't uh, doesn't necessarily throw super hard. Uh, he early in his career he relied a lot on his curveball. Uh, he had some coaches uh, tell him, you know, maybe to, to back off of that, and that helped improve his changeup, uh, his fastball changeup combination. Uh, so, you know, maybe there's some some tinkering that can be done at the AAA level uh, or, or working with uh, Carl Willis and the coaches at spring training uh, just to sort of, uh, you know, get him on the right path that 
the 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 Guardians pitching factory, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't turn anybody away. They welcome all comers. So uh, uh, Tuki Toussaint, maybe he can, uh, you know, reinvigorate his career and and get himself into a position where, uh, you know, he can you know be uh, attractive to uh, another club after this year, or maybe he can contribute and 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 make himself an, an essential part of a either the bullpen or like you said uh, with a spot start here or there. Uh, in the rotation, uh, the other guys that the that were announced as uh, spring training invitees signed to minor league deals: uh, outfielder Roman Quinn, who who has some experience with uh, the Rays, uh, the Royals. Uh, he's he's been up and uh, and and played against uh, the Guardians. Cam Gallagher, uh, a guy who was the backup catcher in Kansas City for for several seasons, uh, and, and has played against Cleveland on many occasions. And Michael Kelly, a uh, guy who's, uh, you, you know, pitched a couple of games for the Phillies uh, last year out of the bullpen after 11 seasons in the minor leagues, uh, bouncing around. So, uh, you know, he's he's definitely got an in- interesting uh, story to tell uh, in spring training. I guess, uh, you know, Roman Quinn provides, uh, you know, the, the the speed out there. He's a he's a he's a speedy outfielder, can make plays, can run around the bases. Um but uh, his his contact rate might be questionable. Yeah, what a, uh, he's played in 222 big league games, uh, decent 771 OPS. Um, uh, but yeah, I think he's you know maybe a fifth, sixth outfield outfielder type depth guy, and uh, it, you know he adds some speed, like you were saying, Joe. Uh, but uh, what, what I think a 234 uh, career batting average in the big leagues. So, um, not, you know, the guy that I guess you got to take a look at, you know, last year, if you remember, you know, they, they, uh, Cleveland hardly brought any, uh, non-roster guys into camp. I think Aniel, Aniel, uh, De Los Santos may have been one of the, one of the few guys. So this year, these four guys, and they got, they've already signed a couple other guys. So, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they, they mix in with that, you know, that's, that's that young roster. Yeah. No surprise in seeing a catcher like a Cam Gallagher, uh, being brought in. Uh, they, they need catchers for when pitchers and catchers report, uh, and, and, uh, a guy like Cam Gallagher would, will, will just sort of fill out the, uh, the roster there. If the, if the pitchers are pitching, somebody has got to be catching, right? Yeah. That's the fastest way to get to big league camp. You know, if you if you want to get there is on the uh, fast track, be a catcher because you know everybody brings what 20, 30 cat pitchers into camp, and they need them. They need catchers to catch the bullpens early in spring training. Yeah, Michael Kelly uh, is one of these guys. He's he's just sort of a veteran guy who doesn't have a lot of big league experience, but but he's he's going to be wearing a ring when he comes to uh, uh, camp because you know he pitched four games for the Phillies, so he gets a share. Yeah, that's good. You know, National League champ. Uh, so you got, you know, if you if you work as long as he does, did in the, has in the minors, you know, you deserve a little taste of that. So good for him. Yeah. Uh, so so those are the four guys: Toussaint, Quinn, Gallagher, and Kelly. Uh, all will be in spring training with the with the Guardians. Uh, like you said, it, it, maybe they're starting to open up a little bit more with a few more veteran. Uh, minor leaguers uh, being invited just because, you know, last year they did get a look at so many of those, those rookies that, 
it's a change from their philosophy from last year. Yeah, uh, and there's an, uh, I'm sorry, Joe, but there's maybe maybe this is an indication of the WBC too. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of these, a lot of their players, their frontline players, I think, are going to be involved or could be involved in the WBC and miss, you know, what ten to twelve days of camp. So they need somebody to fill out the rosters as well. Well, interesting. If you if you look at that, then you've got uh, an outfielder and a catcher. You know, maybe they're anticipating losing an, an outfielder or two and a and maybe a catcher like a Bo Naylor to, to to Canada or something like that. So, uh, gotta gotta keep the, that all in mind uh, when when they're moving forward. Uh, all right. Also, uh, yesterday we found out uh, right right after we had talked on Tuesday about some of the players uh, who will be at Guards Fest uh, later on this month. Uh, we find out that Terry Francona, Carl Willis, and Chris Valleco will all be there. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, plenty of folks are excited that uh, that Tito will be there because uh, can you think of a more beloved figure right now among uh, among the Guardians and among uh, you know just Cleveland sports fans? Uh, the 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 warm feelings must be uh, must be flowing towards Tito after the job he did last season. Yeah, I mean uh, Tito, you know, would be the last one to say anything, but he and his scooter can I think could probably. Uh, you know, walk on water or, or, or buzz, go across Lake Curie and never get wet right now with the, you know, with his standing in the community and what he's done over the last 10 years. I mean, this guy, uh, you know, everyone said he was a Hall of Fame manager when he came here, and he certainly hasn't done anything uh, to diminish that talk. I, I still think one of the best stories, one of the funniest stories of uh, of the the later part of the season last year was when Tito was riding his scooter uh, after uh, the big walk-off home run hit by Oscar Gonzalez in the first game of the wild card series against Tampa Bay, uh, Tito's coming out of the uh, the the gate there uh, in near the parking garage at at Progressive Field, and fans are all lined up, and and the the lady calls to him on the on you see it on the video, she's calling to him, and he looks over and he thinks that she's gonna flash him. And and she just has a, a T-shirt on that says, uh, you know, something about, uh, you know, Tito and, and how much she loves, uh, you know, him, him and, you know, the, the whole the whole relationship there. It, it was just really funny to hear Tito describe what he was anticipating seeing when that girl po- pulled up her shirt. Uh, and, and it turned into a, a really funny story because the video went viral. So, uh, you know, just. You never know what you're going to get with Tito, uh, so that's why that's what makes Guards Fest, uh, you know, such a great time. You know, something's going to happen, something's going to be funny and, and surprising, and it's because you know Tito's just that that kind of personality, and uh, you know we just look forward to covering him on a daily basis because of that. Yeah, you know, Joe, there's so many young managers in the game now, or you know, and uh, they're so buttoned down, and they're so it seems like they're afraid to. Uh, really kind of you know say anything go out wander too far outside the box but with tito at at the strangest time there's no filter you know he just he just tells you stuff and it's just you know you sit there and wonder what where are we how did we get to this point but it it's always a blast to listen to him yeah all right so uh uh looking forward to guards fest looking forward to being back around uh the players and the managers uh on january 21st uh, get your tickets if you don't already have them and, and, and show up for a good time. 
Uh, all right, Hoinsey, uh, the, the last, uh, you know, 10 minutes of the show today, we had sort of carved away uh, a spot to, to talk about uh, sports betting in Ohio, uh, legalized sports gambling now. Uh, after January 1st, the, the law went into effect that uh, essentially said that, that um, you know, you could bet on sports. All of these mobile uh, betting apps were, were legal now in Ohio. Uh, it was legal to have uh, sports books and, uh, you know, betting kiosks and all sorts of uh, ways to, to connect with gamblers and fans. Uh, it basically, it, it tore down all the traditional barriers that we had. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We had had in our heads and our minds about, uh, you know, the connection to, to sports gambling and, 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 you know, covering these teams and, and seeing this. How is it going to change things? Uh, not only for um, the fans who are out there placing these bets and, and seeing this content, uh, you know, in through baseball uh, games on a daily basis during the season, but for us, the, the guys that, that that cover the uh, the team and are, are close uh, to you know Tito and the players in the clubhouse, how how are things going to change for us when when you know gambling content is now a huge part of what we're providing? to uh you know our consumers and, and fans and readers yeah joe it's you know kind of uncharted territory for us for you know for members of the media um i guess a lot of our uh, our we're going to get a lot more friends maybe you know kind of <laughs> rubbing up against us wondering who has a sore arm who has a sore knee that are, who's gonna what's the rotation look like for the for the upcoming series against the yankees you know that i you know i don't know it, it it's it's really interesting um you know, I, I've uh, my you know uh, my kids were over uh, for New Year's Day, and they were always you know we were watching some bowl games, and they were already talking about it. You know, they were already saying they were getting you know free bets. Uh, you know, you you start with a hundred bucks, and uh, you can go from there. And it's just you know my head was spinning when I came you know, when the day ended. Yeah, well, hundred bucks doesn't last very long, especially on on any of these new apps uh, that are out there that are offering these enticements to to come and uh, use their services. But uh, I guess the, off the top, it's, it's this question of integrity. Uh, if you've got a sports book in the arena, the, the Cavaliers opened up Caesar's sports book in their arena. You can go at halftime of a game, you can go and bet on the result of that game that you're sitting there watching from your seats. I, I just, it, it and and that's not the the only sports book that's going to be the Browns and and Guardians are going to open sports books in their arenas in their stadiums, uh you know before all is said and done this is going to happen because you can't you know it it you're not just going to have one it's going to be uh, the the Bengals already open theirs I, I mean it, it's their their next play their their first playoff game is going to have live legal betting in the stadium which is. Uh, it's just a crazy thought, uh, uh, you know, 10, 20 years ago, you wouldn't have even dreamed of having something like this, but, uh, 
but now it's a it's a reality. Uh, I guess, you know, from my perspective, I'm, I'm sitting here and and every pregame show that you watch, every uh, you know, you know, Sports Center or uh, you know the even the the fantasy shows that they they put on. Uh, they they involve some aspect of you know some money lines gambling odds uh, point spreads all of that and now uh, you're talking about the individual players and and the prop bets that you can put on each one uh, this really is we're we're being inundated with this information and it's really kind of overwhelming yeah I you know, I'm just uh, it is just amazing to me Joe and you know I I I'm not a, I don't bet I, I'm uh, and it's just, but I, you know, and I guess, you know, it's just really kind of, uh, it's mind boggling to me. You know, I, I go back to, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking of, you know, when gambling in baseball, especially it was, it was forbidden for so long, you know, the Black Sox scandal, Pete Rose, all those cases where there had been gambling and, and shade, you know, game fixing and, and when when you talk about gambling, legalized gambling, that's what pops into my mind. So I've got to, you know, I've got to switch gears here and and uh, I guess you know look forward instead of backwards. But uh, the thing that interests interests me, Joe, and maybe you could explain this to me a little bit, are prop bets. What what exactly are those? I mean, basically, whatever the 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 service or the sports book or the uh, the app that you're you're using uh, wants to make a, a a bettable result from from each game game to game. Uh, you can do that. You can go in and during a game bet on which team is going to score the next run or which player is going to hit the next home run or you know will a pitcher give up a home run. Uh, it, it, micro bets are the is is this trend and. Uh, it, it's going to get bigger and bigger, especially with the proliferation of things like DraftKings and FanDuel, uh, BetMGM, all these different apps uh, that are available. And they they provide each app provides a different way for you to sort of collect and uh, and and play and and spend lose your money basically. So uh, <laughs> like like you, I I don't uh, I I don't bet simply because of that. I I don't I. Might as well just light my money on fire if I'm gonna, uh, you know, use it to to gamble. Uh, I, I have zero interest in it, and and uh, yeah, it it's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird. Uh, you, you talk about the baseball's history with gambling, and it's it's sort of a dark one. It's sort of a, uh, you know, a, a a nasty sort of situation. The ironic thing is. Uh, I saw a picture down at that sports book in Cincinnati that opened at the stroke of midnight on uh, on New Year's Eve. Uh, Pete Rose uh, placed the first bet at that at that um, sports book. He bet on the Reds to win the World Series uh, in 2023, which which is just it's it it's ironic. This is the reason why Pete Rose is Pete Rose, isn't it? It's he was betting on baseball and now he's doing it legally in Ohio. Uh, so now, if Pete, uh, Joe, I think if Pete Rose, when he got, you know, suspended on the ineligible list, if he had told the truth, you know, when, you know, in, in, you know, 
in the you know right after that if he had said what he what he should have said and wait didn't wait 40 years for it he probably would he would he probably would have been MLB would have excused him now that MLB's in bed with 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 uh, uh with betting uh I just don't I don't see it happening now but Jeez, oh man, you're right. The landscape it, it has just changed tremendously. It, it it's just uh, it's just crazy to me. I, you know, and the prop bets that you mentioned, you know, I I it brought me back to uh, the movie The Natural. You know, mm-hmm. and do you remember like the the scene where Darren McGavin was the gambler? You know, mm-hmm. the the and he 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 was telling Roy Hobbs. You know, there there's been games where. He bet on each on three different pitches, you know, in in a one in an at bat. Would they be a ball or a strike? And you know, and at, at, that kind of just jumped out at me. That scene from the movie, and that that's become a reality. That's become legal now. Yeah, that's uh, that's sort of what it is. I, he, I I I once bet on three pitched balls. He said he said yeah. that was, uh, you know, it's uh, a good point you bring up there and. And and really, sort of, uh, it circles back to, you know, at least with us, the the integrity aspect. Uh, you know, we are, uh, you know, what's the what's the the rules right now? We're we're not even a hundred percent sure uh, as as BBWAA voters, guys who vote on who gets into the Hall of Fame, guys who vote on the uh, yearly awards, MVP, Cy Young, uh, Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year. Uh, those are all things that are bettable. Those are all things that you can play, uh, place wagers on with odds at the beginning of a season. And, you know, we're the guys who who eventually determine who wins those things. Uh, you know, what's our stake in, in, in something like that? And, and how could I, I don't want to be, you know, going out there and, and betting on things and, uh, you know, find out that I, I could become ineligible in, in the uh, the association just because I you know that that's a, a conflict and, and an integrity issue i i w- would steer clear of it on my own just because of that yeah you know that's a good point and uh i guess the bbwa i don't know if the, you know i've i've read some of the bylaws but i have never read bylaws about gambling you know for bbwa members so i guess uh, you know we'll have to address that uh you know at in in this year and see what the what the stakes are and you know i know mlb personnel you know, and players can't bet on baseball, obviously. And I'm, I'm not even sure if they can bet on, you know, other sports. You know, can they bet on, can uh, you, you bet on base, can you bet on basketball or football or college football? I'm, I'm not sure you, th- they can or they can't. That's uh, something we should explore. Yeah, and, and this goes beyond, you know, uh, betting on like point spreadsheets or, or anything like that during a football season where everybody throws in the money and, and the – you know the house doesn't get a cut. They, they, they it's a pool or something like that among friends, and the it, we've seen stuff like that happen, and and that's that's completely different than working with uh, a sports book or uh, you know going to or using any of these apps or anything like that. So uh, it's just it 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 really is a a big change, and it's sort of uncharted territory. And as we go forward, and like you said, I liked your take on that. You know, looking back, it, it's not going to change back to what it was. You know, those days are gone and you've got to look forward and and see how um, how this is going to move forward as a a part of what we what we do now. You know, you already see it in our content. Pretty much every one of our stories that we post uh, includes links to some sort of 
uh, you know, you know, gambling advertising or marketing strategy or, or whatever is their their partners with uh, the site that the that we write for. So, uh, you know, it's it's not going anywhere, I guess, is is a big point. And, uh, you know, just looking forward to it uh, and, and looking forward to seeing how things change uh this this baseball season uh gonna be an interesting one and and the 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 advent of legalized sports betting in ohio uh is is making already making changes for us as as we go forward yeah you know it was one thing that really ca- caught my interest joe was novel novelty uh prop bets um <laughs> you know i guess and this is only for like the big games like the super bowl i guess yeah, maybe the-, the world the world series and stuff and you know how People can bet on how long the national anthem will take. Uh, you know, the, who wins the coin toss. You know, what what jersey? I mean, what colors jerseys will or what color uh, will will you know the coaches be? What color t shirts will the coaches be wearing on the sidelines? I just that just knocks me out, man. I I, I just you can it, 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 you it can like bet. it's all encompassing. You can bet on the color of the Gatorade that will be dumped on the uh, the head of the yeah. Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, that's always an interesting one to me. So, uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up for today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We will be back next week uh, with another uh, couple of shows, and we will uh, look forward to seeing if anybody else gets announced for uh, Guards Fest or or if anybody else gets invited to spring training. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys then. <laughs>